Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today is Wednesday, 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 October the 14th of 2020, day 288 of the year and only... Really, just only 78 days left to go. Anyways, how are you? We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, that's where we're at. We are streaming across the multiverse of Safety FM. Anything that you can think of that has that name associated to it, that's probably where we're streaming at, way, way, shape, or form. You know, I tend to forget from time to time to talk about the different things that we stream on. And a lot of people are aware and not aware at the same time that we stream on Twitcher via periscope so that's pretty different um in regards of doing that yeah periscope is probably something you haven't heard of in in quite some time it's nothing against the people from periscope but i'm just saying in general so anyways a lot of interesting stuff going on today uh i don't know i have to tell you today's show before we even start today i can already tell you that i have this weird vibe going on already because i got a lot of weird things going on in my head And I have some important stuff that I want to discuss with you, and I just don't know if that's where I want to start. Um, That's realistic. 
on what's going on today. I keep on thinking about there's some things that we need to have the serious conversation about, uh, you and I. Yeah, because nobody else is watching, just so you know, or listening, or streaming, or whatever. But I keep on thinking that we need to start from there. But I... I, matter of fact, let's just do it this way. Let's go into the fun aspect. We'll go into fun, have some fun there, and then we'll kind of come in and go about. So let's start off what we've been doing. Matter of fact, before I even go into what we've been doing, let's talk about this real quick. If you're new to the show, let me explain to you the layout of the land because I've already realized that some people have been offended in the recent days. Actually, not yesterday because I wasn't here yesterday. But what is taking place is what we do is we talk about what's going on in the world of news, which ties into safety, and then we we have some, you know, some people that really know what they're talking about, do some talking, and then I jump in and give you my nonsense. So that's how it kind of comes about. I do use some adult language. I don't even know why it's called adult language. I just say some dirty words is really what it boils down to and give you my version and opinion of what exactly is going on. And then just to answer some questions, because there was some concern on why I was not here yesterday. had a couple of meetings that came up. That was one of the reasons. But the other thing was, I thought that the episode yesterday on the Jay Allen show with Lucas Scrobot was so important that I wanted not to drop another show on the same day. So that's why I chose not to be here, a combination of two things. And I will tell you this, this is kind of the amazing part. And this episode with Lucas Scrobot has more downloads already than what the episode with um our friend that talked about relationships had on day one. Matter of fact, I will tell you, he has already surpassed what she did on week one on day one. So that should give you some idea on how many people are listening there. Um, not something that I normally sit around and go, look at me, look at me. But Lucas is just great at what he does. Um, I think he has a great show. If you've not taken a listen to his show, you don't even have to listen to the episode we did together. His show is so good that you should take a listen to it regardless. And here's the other part. He is not part of Safety FM, so just so you are aware. Love the guy. Just want you to know that. Think he's great at what he does. But anyways, let's get you into the show. Talk about some different things that are going on. So what we normally do is we start it off with what's going on with the trends. So let's talk about the trends of what's going on today. So let's talk about the top trends that are related to books. So here we go, going into the fiction category, top five books on what's going out there inside of the world. So let's share that right away and have that information together. And number five, the book of two ways. Number four, violent bent backwards over the grass. That's a Lana Del Rey book. That's in the fiction category. The evening in the morning. And number three, battleground. Number two, the return was number one. That's the fiction category. Going into the nonfiction category, here we go. Trumpy Dumpty wanted a crown. Trumpy Dumpty wanted a crown. Okay. Uh, Killing Crazy Horse at number four. Cast at number three. Rage at number two. And at number one, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. Isn't that that book that you keep on hearing some weird stuff about? The Eminem is supposed to be afraid of or something along those lines. That's what, something that I kept on hearing before the book actually uh, came about. I'm hoping that the safety consultants talking about the very good show was hopefully, hopefully he's talking about the Lucas Scrobot show 
or the Lucas Grobot episode. I really enjoyed it. I, I was kind of pissed off that I had to sit back on it for a hot minute um, just to make sure that we had some other things uh, going on or had other things that were kind of pre-planned prior. But, I mean, I wanted to delete it on – or delete it, listen to this. Drop it on episode uh, on the day that it came out. Unfortunately, we couldn't do it on the radio. I love to do the things on the radio. And for the behind-the-scenes story – the conversation between Lucas and I when we were done recording lasted a total of like almost two hours. I want to say it was an hour and 48 minutes. I think you got about 50 some odd minutes of it. The behind the scenes that you'll never know. That's kind of the fun part on how I look at that. Don't take that as the teasers. Just take it as information. That's for sure. Anyway, so let's get you in some feature story news and we'll get that rolling. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. A new three-tier system of COVID-19 regulations has been implemented in England, while a huge political argument brews over whether a national lockdown would be a better strategy. Most of the country is now living in the lowest category of restrictions, but millions of people living in the North and the Midlands face harsher measures. In the British Parliament, Prime Minister Boris Johnson clashed with opposition leader Sakia Starmer, who is calling for a three-week national circuit break. Having read and considered the sage advice, I have genuinely concluded that a circuit break is in the national interest. It's the failure of the Prime Minister's strategy that means tougher measures are now unavoidable. None of us want to see, and that is the disaster, the disaster, the words of the shadow health spokesman, of a national lockdown. We don't want to go there. We want the regional approach. He should cooperate with it. Northern Ireland, meanwhile, is closing its schools for the next two weeks and putting tighter restrictions on bars and restaurants as COVID-19 cases spike. In the US election, Joe Biden campaigning in Florida has a accused President Trump of failing to listen to science and putting hundreds of thousands of additional lives at risk in the pandemic. No indication he's willing to change to do the proper thing. We could lose another 200,000 lives in the next few months. All because this president is only worried about the stock market didn't want to scare anybody. President Trump, campaigning last night in Pennsylvania, accused his opponent of being controlled by Marxist revolutionaries, but seemed to recognize he's losing crucial support among women suburban voters. Suburban women, will you please like me? Remember? Please, please. I saved your damn neighborhood, okay? The other thing, I don't have that much time to be that nice. You know, I can do it, but I got to go quickly. They want me to be politically correct. Oh, yes, let's discuss it. Let's talk about it over the next 10 years. No, no, no. We saved suburbia. On Capitol Hill, the president's choice for the Supreme Court, Judge Amy Coney Barrett, says no one is above the law, but she wouldn't rule out the possibility of President Trump pardoning himself for any crimes he may have committed. She was answering questions from Senator Patrick Leahy, a Democrat from Vermont. That question may or may not arise, but it's one that calls for a legal analysis of what the scope of the pardon power is. So because it would be opining on an open question when I haven't gone through the judicial process to decide it, it's not one on which I can offer a view. I I find your answer somewhat incompatible, but those are your answers. You have a right to say what you want. Twitter has suspended a number of fake accounts purporting to be run by black supporters of President Trump. It's believed at least two dozen accounts were targeted. Their messages had been retweeted more than a quarter of a million times. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, yeah, that's for sure. Always trying to be entertaining. Well, I have to tell you, is that how that works? I I had not heard that news clip of, of the president asking for the women from suburbia to like him. So is, is that how that goes? Because if that's the key, man, I need to start doing some of that. Maybe I need to start asking people just to like me to like me. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's the correct approach of doing so. A little bit different. Now, the other thing that has come up. Now, you did hear the questionnaire that was coming up to the potential replacement for RBG in the Supreme Court. Isn't that an interesting question? Could he pardon himself? Now, you know that there are some conspiracy theories about everything that are going on out there, um, just in kind of the world that we live in at the moment. So I think it's kind of funny that that question came up. Because some weird things have come up regards of Nixon and what he did in his last few days before he stepped away. And I'm not jumping into conspiracies, just so you know. I'm just saying it's interesting that that question came up. and. If you hang out online and do any kind of Google search, not calling it research, but Google search, you find some weird shit out there for sure. Um, So that's for sure. Let's see. What did you say he means to say I saved your neighborhood from blacks and Latino? Oh, oh, that's rough. That's a little rough. How do you really feel about it? So I don't know. I think it's interesting that that's coming up. If you're not familiar with the Richard Nixon story, I would say go ahead and look that up because history is always important um, for that. So there's so you know. Let's see. He won't be able to pardon himself from the NYC DOJ. They'll be getting all of them. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the box. So let's continue real quick. Let's get into some of the major news stories that are going on on the shit list, because that's the way that I see it. Whether people drank more or less during the coronavirus lockdown still left them feeling, well, stressed. According to recent studies, researchers from the Washington State University College of Medicine found about 14% of responders drank more than alcohol a week than prior to the lockdown, while 11% drank less, yet both groups reported feeling more stressed than those who kept drinking habits about the same. The study concluded that the, that the change in alcohol just may be tied to, you know, issues related to mental health. Because that's something to talk about. Also noted in the studies of people that didn't get too far into the lockdown before stocking up on booze. By the end of March, sales of alcoholic beverages jumped about, you ready for this? 55% in online alcohol sales were up. 243%. I have to tell you, when I was younger, if alcohol was sold inside of uh, online, I'm sure that would have been kind of fun. When I was younger, that, was, that wasn't even a, you know, a thought at the time. The study was conducted with more than about 900 pairs of twins from Washington State Twins Registry. Researchers said that the, they wanted to use twins so they could see whether changes in drinking and mental health were related to genetics and shaved environmental factors. So what do you think? How did you? How have you been handling this whole uh, COVID nineteen stuff when it comes to alcohol? I will tell you. Ever since the pandemic has started, I have had zero alcohol. How about you? How much alcohol have you had? But I'm going to tell you this. 
I normally have zero alcohol, so it's not like it's that big of a, a world of change for me. So that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you? I would love to know your drinking habits and have an understanding on how this has had the impact on you. Because that's always a fun thing to talk about. Anyways, let's go in. We talked about this for several months. And I think we're going to probably see some more about this. And unfortunately, it was the stuff that we were talking about, hoping that we did not see. And it looks like it might be going down a different path. Let's take a listen here. AMC Entertainment Holding Inc. may be out of cash by the end of the year if they cannot raise additional funds or figure out how to fill theaters. The company has reopened about 494 of its 598 U.S. theater, but the attendance is down about about 85% from the same time last year. At the current cash burnout rate, reserves will be depleted by the end of the year or early next year, the Kansas-based AMC said on Tuesday. Shares of the AMC fell about 8% on Tuesday, and they're nearly down 48%, according to Fox News. So I will tell you, ever since this whole thing has started, we have been talking about AMC theaters. We've really been talking about movie theaters in general, but we also been having a lot of discussions about the AMC because AMC in particular has referenced a lot of the issues they were having. There was rumors for a small period of time of them doing some stuff with Amazon. Uh, there was the lockdown for a period of time. There was the whole thing of they were going to plan to reopen if certain movies were going to make it out in time. So now all this stuff has happened. And nothing has really changed. I think I've been to one movie theater, and not even a movie theater. I went to a drive-in theater, and it was a makeshift drive-in theater um, ever since this whole thing started. Have you made it back to the movie theater? Are you saying, uh, let's kind of hold off for the time being and take a look at it from that way? I mean, and I understand that. I'm not, I'm not blaming passing judgment either way of whatever you've done. You have to do what you think that is best for you. But I take a look at this, and I think that movie theaters are going to still have a hard time. You take a look at also at what Broadway's been doing, and now Broadway's saying what? I think it was the end of March that they're looking at a reopening coming next year. I'll tell you right now, in my local area, there is a movie theater that you can rent out privately as long as you spend about 200 bucks, and you can have the whole theater to yourself. Number one, kind of cool, if I'm being honest. But number two, I don't think there's any movie that I want to go see that's going to, you know, number one, cost me 200 bucks, and number three, cost me about 500 just on concessions. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Okay, a woman in Connecticut is facing charges for abandonment after police said that her, she put her eight-month-old girl in a dumpster. The baby was found by a maintenance worker that was taken to Yale New Haven Children's Hospital. Despite having burns on her hands, and she is listed being in stable condition, according to the New Haven Register. The outlet also reported the woman who has been arrested for placing the child in the dumpster is not the baby's mother. It is unclear who is responsible for the child's injuries. I have to tell you, I have, to, I have such a hard time hearing stories like this, even reporting stories like this. And I know we talk about planning and all that kind of fun stuff all the time. 
But how the hell do you plan for something like this? Like, really? This is unconventional. I mean, you put the kid in the dumpster. And you're not the parent and not saying that a parent should put a kid in the dumpster. So let's kind of make sure that we're clear here. But what the hell is going on? Like, really? The weird part here is that we talk about these things and we look at them and we go, okay, there has to be a rhyme and reason. I cannot think of any rhyme or reason that this is justifiable to do. I mean, I don't know. I look at it and I go, I just don't get it. I have a hard time understanding it. If someone could break it down for me, maybe I could have a better understanding, but I don't think I'll understand it. I look at these things and I go, how does this come about for it to make sense to people? I, it just it just doesn't go with what I think. I have a hard time with it, and I just don't know what to say. I Probably I'm just better off just keeping my mouth shut, if that's a possibility. You are listening to a Radio God. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a Radio God. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, out of the world of Disney. Here we go. Disney's planning to restructure to focus more streaming content as the coronavirus crisis continues to hit hard at the box office the company has released several major films on their streaming service that would have otherwise appeared on the big screen such as mulan and soul disney ceo bob chapek i want to say his last name's chapek don't hold me correct um said the decision would result in layoffs but did not share how many last month the company announced that they would be laying off around twenty-eight thousand employees as its theme park due to the prolonged closures and limited attendance. You know, I have to tell you, I know that Disney is known as the happiest place on, on the planet, on the world, whatever you want to call it. But as the economy goes for the state of Florida, because Disney is the largest employer, Followed by this place called The Villages. If you're not familiar with Florida, it might be a little strange to say, but it's kind of an it's an, an adult retirement community that's pretty large. But anyways, let's skip, skip over that. But 28,000 people, if I'm using Orlando alone, the, the numbers that are circulating just in this economy, and don't get me wrong, I know it's similar across the country as we talk about it. But there's about 2.4 million people in Orlando. Supposedly only 1.9 million are currently employed. And normally how it goes in Disney is how the rest of the economy is affected here in this community. And I'm not trying to make these things regionalized or anything along those lines. But if the happiest place on earth can't get people to show up in their place. And I'm not saying they should, and I'm not saying they shouldn't, but you have to look at it and go, everything that they are tied into in one way, shape, or form. Now, some people might not like me saying that because you have to look at it as the transportation community, the hospitality community, restaurants, and all this other stuff is heavily tied in to what goes on with Disney. Same thing with Universal. Same thing with SeaWorld. So a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about there. Now, I know that communities, depending on where you're located, things are going much differently. How are things going with you? 
How are things in your area? How are you? Like you. Like you, you. Are you staying employed? Are things difficult? Or have you been laid off? Have you been furloughed? If so, what have you been able to do? Have there been resources for you? And I'm not picking here. I'm asking questions because here's the problem and here's the issue. I understand that the places that are heavily driven by customers, clients, it's kind of difficult when it comes to certain things. I understand attendance is down at Disney. So, hey, you cannot have so many people employed. Do I agree with it? No, but do I understand it? Yes. I understand, you know, you can't pay people if you're not generating X. So you you cut you take a cut. You have to make that you have to take the approach of what are you gonna do? Are you gonna cut across the board or are you gonna cut out people? Either decision's not an easy one. But what we fail to talk about a lot is resources that are available. What we fail to talk a lot about is what can we do next to help community. I'll tell you this, and I'm probably not supposed to talk about it, but there are people that are out there that genuinely care for people. I've been talking quite a bit to a couple that I recently have started interacting with quite often. And they did something that was extraordinary. They went out and tried to help feed people that had lost their jobs at Disney and Universal and so on. And now, you know, I'm not going to drop names because I don't think that's the right thing to do. But they went out of their way to help people. And, you know, that's where I'm having a heavy heart lately. And we could almost say that this is part of what I wanted to talk about earlier. And I don't really want to do it this early, but I think that we're at the point now that we should talk about it. I'm having such a hard time with a lot of the things that are going on. And of course, you know, you hear the different stories inside of the news. You hear the different stuff that is happening and that's going on with the economy, what's going on with people, what's going on with X, Y, and Z. But what can we do to help people? What can we do to help each other? Like, if you know someone is struggling, what if you just went out there and assisted them? And not everything assistant-wise has to be financial. Like, seriously, this is a legitimate conversation. There's knowledge that you might have that might help them to do X. There might be something else you can do. Simple stuff. It might be simple stuff to you, but major to them. And there's a lot of conversations that should be had with people in regards of how you can help them. Like, hey, if you're in the construction world, using that as an example, and you know there's some positions available at X construction job, and these people that might be out of work, maybe they're not the you know, that's not their ideal job, but maybe you can help them with that on getting there. But because they already have some of the knowledge base, because a little of something is better than a lot of nothing, especially when it comes to money, when it comes to job and employment and having a roof over your head. 
And, you know, I have a hard time understanding, and I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, the wealthy of the wealth and the ones that are richest are the best. No, that's not what I'm going to talk about. Yes, there are some people that had looked at some things, and they put technology in place and were ready for certain aspects. Good for them. Am I going to judge them because they make money? No. No. Not going to do that. But... At the same time, too, I think we can have a conversation where we can assist other people. And maybe that's the challenge today. Maybe that's the conversation today of what can you do to help others? Like, you know, I can tell you I can't do everything for everyone. There's just no way, shape, or form. But I'll tell you, we have quite a few people that listen to what we do. Just across the board, just the way that it works. So I know that I have certain things that I teach that can help people and it might help them revolutionize the way that they do things inside of their organizations. It might change some of the things that they do inside of organizations. And I don't want to sit here and be like, Oh, this is what I'm doing. But what I'm looking for is what can you do? What can you do to help others? And it can be something simple. It can be something as driving somebody down the road, helping somebody pick up groceries, Stuff like that. I mean, some simple stuff that we can help other people with. And I can tell you, I can sit here all day and probably harp about this and talk about it. And I understand things are tough. And I understand that the struggle is real. By no way, shape, or form am I saying that it's not. But man, there's some stuff that we can do as a community just to help each other. I have a hard time because I don't want to sit back and just look here and go, oh, this is great, you know, all this other stuff, and we can't do anything. Um, Because there's always things that you can do. You don't have to have much to be able to help. Simple stuff. Seriously. You have a neighbor, their yard's dirty, you can help them with that. Simplicity stuff. I'm just saying, I mean, right now, Mr. Sheldon Primus is busting out with donate blood, donate plasma. Those are possibility things you can do if you're healthy enough to do it. I just want you to think about some of these things. My offering that I, that I will tell people if I can, I mean, right now we have something going on on the network where we're trying to do a safety class to assist people. We want you to pay whatever you can. If you can't afford it, contact me. I mean, we I think we lowered the price to nada just to be able to get in if you want a ticket. I want to help you with some of the safety stuff. See if we can get you down a further different path. That's what I want to do. That's what I can do where I can do it from a bigger, a bigger place from here. Meaning I can do it from here. And I try to help out in the local community, but that's not me talking about what the fuck I do here. Because that's not important. It's important what we can do all together. And I really think that that's what we need to be talking about. Yeah, it's fun to sit back and, you know, make fun of the news and some of the other crap that's going on. But helping people should be the primary concern regardless of what we're doing. I don't care if you're a safety person. I don't care if you're an operations person. I don't care what the hell you're doing. Let's just be realistic. At the end of the day, we are a community of people. We are humans. And that's just the way that it works. 
Think about that for a moment. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Oh, and you know that I probably offended a few people with that, but that's okay. Those things happen. But hey, when I get passionate about something, I just do, and that's just the way that it works. And I know the things that I have to say are not for everyone, and some people are not going to agree, and they're going to be like, ah, people should be fending for themselves and all that other horseshit, and that's perfectly fine. If that's your beliefs, probably not the show to be hanging out on. And you don't have to agree with all my opinions. It's quite fantastic on how it works. But like I said, at the end of the day, we're just trying to help others when it's all said and done. That's the only thing that I can tell you and go from there. Anyways, let's get back into some more news and what's going on inside of this lovely world of ours. Officials believe that bobcat fire burning in the Southern California area may have been caused by tree branches falling from power, falling onto power equipment. The fire among the largest ever recorded Los Angeles country, or matter of fact, Los Angeles County, started the afternoon of September the 6th near the fire of Cogswell Dam in Angels National's Forest. And at the beginning of this week, it's about 92% contained, burning about 115,796 acres. The blaze destroyed about 171 structures, including about 87 residences. Previously reported, officials are investigating another utility company in the north that may be to blame for the Zog fire that has killed about four people. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there for sure. I don't know. These fires inside of Los Angeles are quite interesting. I will tell you, I was reading a news story this morning from the Huffington Post that was talking about that they actually had some people that had done Halloween decorations that looked like a like a blazing fire. And some people actually had called the police department, police department, the fire department saying, hey, there's a fire going on when it was just a fake fire. Kind of some brave things to be doing currently inside of the Los Angeles area or California for that fact. Anyways, Del Monte is selling pink pineapples. The company said that the fruit is 15 years in the making, and it has grown an ultra-limited harvest in the jungles of my friend's favorite place, Costa Rica, and claims that it is juicier and sweeter than the traditional pineapple, according to the produce news. The tropical fruit is being referred to as the jewel of the jungle. It is going for $49 a pop. I don't know. Wonder if a lot of guys will eat that and say, hey, I've been eating the jewel of the jungle. Think about that. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. 
Okay, so let's continue, continue, continue. Rats like Chicago. The Windy City has announced again that it's topped the list of top 50 rattiest cities in the U.S., according to Orkin. Yeah, the Los Angeles Angeles is the second, followed by New York City, Washington, D.C., and San Francisco, surrounding the top five. So that's rounding the top five. How would you like to be known as the rattiest city? And I'm not talking about, like, the anti-mafia rats or people that rat out on other people, because that's another thing. But we're talking about rats that Orkin would come about and do. I actually have the whole list. If you're curious, let's let's take a look. Let's jump around real quick. Corey Chu Orkin, let me jump around. Uh, Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, Washington, D.C., Detroit, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Denver, Minneapolis. That's the top ten. Followed by Cleveland, Seattle, Boston, Atlanta, Indianapolis, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Pittsburgh, San Diego, Miami. That's the top 20. There you go. I can give you the top 50. Let's take a look. West Palm Beach, Florida. It looks like at number 50. Charlotte, North Carolina, 31. Raleigh, 26. Portland, Oregon looks like it is at number, let's see, let's see, let's see, number 23. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on with Rat City. Rat City, USA, you know what that is. Okay, so markets broke their winning streak on Tuesday as the Dow fell 157 points and the S&P regressed 22 points and the Nasdaq slid about 12. Investors took took pause as questions surfaced about the stocks being evaluated without a new virus stimulus package in sight. Virus concerns were published into the focus of Eli Eli Lilly announced their trials for antibody COVID treatment were haltered over possible safety concerns. Shares of Netflix rose more than 3% on the news that they were halting an offer for a 30-day free trial. Netflix is up 70% this year. I have to tell you, I am under the impression that people are just sitting at home Watching Netflix. And, I mean, there's not much more to do. I mean, you can watch any other streaming service, but Netflix is pretty popular. So good reason to be doing that. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. Wisconsin restaurant is doing what it can do to combat the COVID-19 or the coronavirus, and it's keeping its doors open. The Blind Horse Restaurant and Winery in Kohler, Wisconsin, has installed far, here we go, UVC light technology, which according to Health Inc. provides real-time mitigation of harmful pathogens and viruses. I've heard this. I've heard this about some car people doing this. Let's continue, though. The company explained that the lights are mounted in the ceiling to give general lights as well as far UVC 222 sanitation lights to clean the air surface. A study recently published in the scientific report states that 99.9% of the of two coronaviruses that were exposed as far as the UV light were killed without harming human tissue. The blind horse also implemented other health technologies, including ultraviolet lighting treatment improved by air system and ozone treatment night. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there for sure. So here's my question. All of a sudden they tell you, boom, we got these lighty lights for you. And you're able to you're able to go out and hang out and go to some places. Would you take, yes, the risk of going out there and doing so? If you take a look at Tesla, and yeah, I'm going to talk about Tesla for a moment because I like Tesla. And I know there's some people out there in the audience that like it as well. They've been doing this inside of their vehicles. 
This is a piece of technology that is available in their vehicles now that is there. Um, I have was interacting with a pretty large transportation group last week, and we were talking about putting these inside of the vehicles, but they said that it took X amount of time, depending on the vehicle size, to clean it out when they used it. But it is something that they're using as a safety measure. Now, the transportation group was not a taxi company or like an Uber or Lyft, nothing against those companies, but they could not. The problem was they could not turn it down or turn it back around like ride after ride after ride after ride. So let's say, for instance, let's talk about like the traditional share ride service or the traditional Uber, Lyft, taxi. You might pick somebody up, drop them off and then go on. This was more of a black car service, if that makes sense, where somebody's picked up at a time schedule. They are dropped off. Then there's some time in between where they're able to do this and then do it again. So it sounds very similar to what they're doing here at the Blind Horse Restaurant. So is that something that you would find credible to clean some of the areas? Mr. Sheldon Primus is saying UVC has been used for water treatment for years. He's a water guy. He knows what he's talking about. So what do you think? Is this something that you'd be willing to take a risk on? I mean, I think it's a great idea. And of course, the price varies on how big the size that it's covering. That's what we, well, at least that's what we discussed last week. So something to think about as we do move forward. Anyways, let's continue. Cottonelle flushable wipes are being recalled. What? How are you being recalled from a wipe? Kimberly Clark, who manufactures a wipe, announced that the recall is because the product may contain a bacterium which may cause infection in humans. Can be opportunistic pathogens, and it is part of a normal intestinal flora. According to the company announcement, the contaminant, the contaminated wipes, which are were sold nationwide, were manufactured between February the seventh and September the fourteenth. So, can you believe this? All of a sudden, you as an adult decide to use a flushable wipe, or let's just call it what it is, a wet wipe, and all of a sudden, boom! Now you have a intestinal floral bacteria issue i don't know i will tell you there are some people that are out there that like you know the bidet stuff but if you're looking for cost effective i would say go with the professional grade tushy oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm rated r safety show sarcastic Never. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, let's see. We got some wipe information here. Wipes must be never be flushed regardless of what the packaging says. It doesn't biodegrade. I got a question for you. What if you're um composting? Does that work? What if you have one of those composting toilets? Do you know what a composting toilet is? If you don't, you should look it up. I think you might have some enjoyable times looking up that information. Uh, just make sure that you have, you're not eating at the time that you're looking it up. That's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some other lighthearted things. Let's talk about some music notes. Um, here we go. I do. RV has them. Oh, my God. You don't do. I'm going to tell you, you don't really, really use the bathroom when you're in an RV. I'm just throwing that out there. I learned that from, from um, when I was a child. But anyways, they have they have that weird toilet paper inside of uh, RVs where it kind of like dissolves the moment that it gets wet. 
I remember somebody making a big deal about it. Anyways, let's talk about some different stuff. Let's talk about some of the stuff that's going on in the world of music. As we know, last week, Eddie Van Halen passed away. Eddie Van Halen had a New York City subway stop named after him in a temporary guerrilla-style tribute. Street artist Anderson Wilson took credit for the Instagram for posting Brooklyn's Van Slicen Avenue into Van Halen Avenue. In the last two years, New York City saw the official tribute to Prince and David Bowie. So there you go. That happened earlier in the week. Or oh, There you go. That's in the information there. Osborne, Osborne, his twice postponed tour, has been rebooked for 2022. A run in the UK dates were first delayed due to health issues and now due to the pandemic. His wife, manager Sharon Osborne, has also confirmed that he is in studio now doing a new album, which is probably a good idea to do this right now with everything going on. Luke Bryan, Brad Paisley, and Gwen Stefani will join more than a dozen other honor artists honoring new members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on November the 7th. The virtual introduction ceremony will air on HBO. So there you go. If you're interested in some of that stuff, there you go. Some info for you there. Let's talk about some pet peeves because I think we're inside of that part of the show that we need to talk about it. If you find your feline friends a little too hard to bond with, maybe you're just not speaking their language. A new research says that it's not so difficult. You just need to smile at them more with your eyes. What? Okay. By, by observing a cat's human interaction, scientists concluded that narrowing your eyes and blinking slowly, similar to how humans' eyes narrow when smiling, makes cats both familiar and strange. Approach to the, the receptive to be humans. This sounds way too much for a cat. I'm just telling you that already. It's thoughts that this could be interpreted as a means of signaling Good intention, since cats are thorough to interpret unbroken staring as threatening, as most things do as well. I don't stare at my cat. I have a cat, and I don't stare at that damn thing. I like him, but I don't stare at him all the time. I kind of let him do his own thing. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Anyways, as studies found, dogs aren't biologically attuned to faces in the same way that humans are, but they worked hard to read expressions anyways. Researchers in Hungary found that dogs simply aren't wired to respond to faces. When shown pictures or video faces, their brains just don't light up the way that humans' brains do. But lead researchers Attila Andix says that research shows that dogs are really excel at reading emotions and recognize recognizing their owners, and especially the household cook. So in other words, their brain doesn't light up the same way that mine does when I see Jennifer Lawrence. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Did I just say that out loud? I think I did. I think I did say that out loud. Okay, anyway, some curious plaques mysteriously appeared on benches in Calgary, Alberta, Beaumont Park recently, after they were removed from the city, Calligans spoke out in favor of them as they were reinstalled. The signs appear professionally made and feature quirky and fictional prose. Here they are. Humans first (laughs) invented fire right here in 1903. Benji. The first hamster to fly solo around the world took off from this spot in April of 1937. This bench marks the site of the first confirmed UFO landing in Calgary, 1963. This bench marks the farthest west that Christopher Columbus ever traveled, September 
1494. And at this point in 1806, explorer David Thompson forded the Bow, the Bow River in his herd of 14 African elephants. Ah, there's one more. Let me give you the last one. Nothing of note happened here, or at least that is what they want you to believe. The six signs have shown in place throughout the park, and the city challenged Galligans to try to find them on their nature walk. So there you go. Some interesting stuff. I mean, I don't know. Does stuff like that get to need to be removed? It's just sarcasm. You know, sarcasm. I know a little bit about that, I think. Anyways, let's see. Here we go. Did you know? Here's the did you know segment. Did you know Mars is making its closest approach to Earth for 50, for, to, for, to Earth in 15 years? There we go. I can't even talk. The next several nights will be prime time for catching a glimpse. Astronomers refer to the moment as Mars opposition because the planet is located precisely opposite the sun from Earth point of view. At that point from Mars orbit, when it comes the closest to Earth, this time, are you ready for this? Is about 38.6 million miles or 62.1 kilometers away mars is visible from much of the night of the southern sky in the highest point um about midnight simply go outside look up depending on your local weather and lighting conditions and you should be able to see mars there you go and that's according to nasa that's according to nasa so i don't know will you be spending the night going outside taking a look at what you got going on if you're in the southern seaborg i mean that might be some fun taking a look at what's going on out there i always think that you know the planet thing is kind of weird on how that whole thing works but whatever 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 you know how that goes anyways let's talk about some other things let me kind of jump into you know that one portion that we talk about all the time in case you haven't heard kamala harris who is let's see was boycotting the nomination of Judge Amy Coney Barrett by not appearing in the Judiciary Committee chamber, but still got in her lines of questioning via video conference from her Senate office. So I guess she wasn't really boycotting. I mean, is that a, if you if you're not there in person and you still show up video wise, is that boycotting? I don't think it is. What do you think? I mean, what's your opinion? I can't tell you that I am not going to show up and then I show up virtually. I, that's just my opinion. But I know I'm not supposed to give my opinions when it comes to this section, so let me just keep my mouth shut. State of California earlier this year awarded a hefty $35 million contract to public policy firms, let's see, SKD Knickerbocker in support of mobilizing voters for fall's election. Here's a problem, SDK blatantly... Uh, let's see, partisan organization taxpayers are footing the bill to mobilize liberal voters. What? What the... What, what the, what the? On this side, the organization says it proudly supports Team Biden, Joe Biden campaigns, aides, um, Anita Dunn, and is not only Hillary alone, but also an SDNK managing director. Oh, my God, I hate reading this stuff. I really do. It's uh, I have to tell you, when it comes to some of this stuff, I feel, as I read it, that it seems like it's all lopsided, regardless of where I get it from and how the information comes up. And I... I I just want something that's down the center. You know, we could, let's just talk normal. Let's just have normal conversations. I don't want somebody's biased point of view, right or left, left or right. And then, of course, if I don't say, well, we need to lean that way or lean this way, people are like, you're just a liberal. 
Like, I had one guy that I was talking to recently, and he goes, when we listen to your R show, we know where your political stance is. Well, please tell me, because I sure as hell don't know. Every day I have more questions, more that I hear about this. So, anyways, that's just my thing. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery, because I am not talking politics. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done talking about it, because I'm bored. I'm bored. We have election here coming up in a few weeks. The only thing that I'm going to tell you is what I've been saying now for weeks, and I'll say it once again. Just vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just go out there and do it. I think it's so important. Some people want to keep the current president in there, and if that's your gig, great. If you don't want to keep him in there, great. Just vote. That's all I care about. Just vote. Vote for who you want to vote for. Don't let somebody else do the choosing for you. That's it. Pretty simple. Go vote. Don't care who you vote for. Just vote for whoever you want. Look at it that way. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery. No winner for Saturday's night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $72 million jackpot or $56.3 million cash payout. So there you go. If you're interested in doing that kind of stuff, you got it. You got it. You got it. Anyways, have you heard this? I saw this making the circles. Thought this was pretty interesting. Eddie Murphy, yeah, the comedian. Yeah, that great comedian. Yeah, the great comedian from SNL that went on to some major things. Is Coming to America sequel is heading straight to streaming. So I don't know if you heard this. Sources close to the deal said that Amazon picked up the flick for around $125 million. Paramount originally planned to film it to the hit theaters around uh, Christmas. But the continuation of the coronavirus restriction, streaming seemed to be the way to go. So there you go. There's going to be a sequel, and it will be going directly to what it sounds like, a streaming service probably known as Amazon Prime. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there. Anyways, let's continue. Warner Brothers is working, 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 working on Mad Max Fury Road spinoff title. Furosa is what it looks like. The movie will give fans a backstory of Charlize Theron's character, Furosa Fury, Fury Road. Anya Taylor-Joy will play the female lead in the spinoff. Chris Helmsworth will also star in the George Miller-directed film. So there you go. Some interesting things there for sure. Anyways, let's continue. Let's continue uh, talking about some world of news once again, but let's kind of stay inside of the world of show business. Harvey Weinstein, yeah, that guy, wants bail. The disgraced movie mogul lawyer asked for a higher court to release him on a $2 million bail pending the outcome of appeal of his Manhattan rape conviction, emphasizing this deterioration of his health according to the court papers that were obtained by the Post. In March, Weinstein was sentenced to 23 years after being convicted of forcibly performing oral sex on Miriam Halei in 2006 and raping a hairstylist, Jessica Mann, in 2013. He also faces rape and sexual battery charges in California. So what do you think when you hear that? Do you think related to health issues, he should be able to get out on a $2 million bail for forced rape? On two, for sure, that has been proven. And then some other assault charges that he has pending in California. California. Just a question, because that's part of the news. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's give you a little bit of wacky facts today. Yeah, it is that day. Of the week known as Wacky Wednesday. So here we go. 
Scientists say the dolphins can recognize themselves in a mirror. The only animal that can see both infrared and ultraviolet lights is a goldfish. Technically, juice boxes are known as aspect packaging. No part of Japan is more than 100 miles, 161 kilometers from the sea. A healthy bladder can hold two cups of urine for up to five hours. Boy, do I have some dirty jokes that I can go with with there, but I'll leave it alone. Uh, Prusia Frederick, the great, the great, liked his coffee made from champagne and mustard. Oh, my God. I think I just threw up in my mouth. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's give you some slices of BS because I think this is going to be important. Actor Stephen Baldwin says that he supports Donald Trump for president. So, so sorry, Biden. You may have Tom Hanks, Barbara Streisand, and Taylor Swift in your corner, but guess who scored the third lead in Biodome 4? Must continue. The Nobel Prize in Economics was awarded to American Paul Milgram and Robert Wilson. I can't imagine getting a call telling them, telling me I won a Nobel Prize. I can't even imagine getting a call, period. I'm lonely. It appears that COVID-19 is going to be popular Halloween theme this year. Also expected to be a popular Halloween theme. Women using the excuse to dress like hookers. I just realized that brain gets a a good shape by memorizing music, not me. Mine gets in shape by memorizing which aisle the ice cream is in. Fact of the day, the word mortgage comes from the French word, which means death contract. So the the ancient French French knew that you were about to get into a death contract when you were going to purchase a home. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff there. I have to tell you, sometimes some of the jokes here are a little rough, and I shouldn't probably say them, but shit. You know, we're just having a little bit of fun. Some of these guys that actually dress up for Halloween look like straight-up jackasses, so don't take it the wrong way. Let's just be realistic. So let's talk about some quiz stuff that we can do for today if you're interested in doing so, because those are always important as well. So let's talk about it. Here's some trivia. What does... Q and IQ stand for quantity, continent, quality, or quagmire. Quantinent is the correct one. That would be the second choice. Which actress character is killed off in the opening scene of the movie Scream? Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell, Drew Barrymore, or Carmen Electra? It's Drew Barrymore. If you thought it was Carmen Electra, that's the wrong movie. That scary movie, the the remake funny version. Which ingredients is not normally used in brew beer? Hops, yeast, malt, or vinegar? It's vinegar, just in case you were wondering. Anyways, if you need some talk about some other stuff before we let you go today, so let's get into it right away, right away, right away, right away. So let's talk about what happened back on this day. And let's try to go to something not too long ago. Back in 1994, Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction premieres in movie theaters, and it was a box office hit, ranking, raking in more than $100 million. It started an ensemble cast, including John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, and Uma Thurman. The flick got seven nominations 
for an Oscar and won Best Screenplay. That was back in 1994. Man, I still remember when that movie came out, so I must be old. Anyways, if you need a random joke for the day, use this one. People are born with photographic memories, or does it take time to develop? If you need something to answer the phone with, use this one. Tell me how you think. What totally over-the-top things do you do to save money? Reuse floss, remove the light from the fridge to save electricity, make one one roll of two-ply into two rolls of one-ply? Probably don't use that one. They might hang up on you. If you need something to talk about around the water cooler, use this one. According to a survey, 37% of us have dated a co-worker and 30% of the time has led to marriage. It was also found that 25% of people would not date a co-worker because of this. What is it? They've dated a co-worker in the past. Good reason not to date a co-worker if you've already screwed that up in the past. Something to think about for sure today. Anyways, one more thing. We talk about it all the time, and here's what I would like to talk to you about today. If you're suffering from signs of depression or if you've actually been contemplating suicide, there is a phone number that you can call to have somebody to talk to. If you need someone to talk to and don't know what to do next, and I'm not saying trying to go down that path, but definitely having a conversation with someone that will be there for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and will have time to listen to you. And they will make time. They're readily available. And that's our friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can give them a call at 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. They cannot accept text messages on the phone number, so please do not try to text. If you do want to do something via chat box, you can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's readily available for you, for you to do so if you're interested in doing so. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year. Matter of fact, before I do that, let me give you a couple birthdays real quick. Uh, Usher turns 42 today, just in case if you wanted to feel old. Stephen A. Smith, TV and radio host, turns 53 Ralph Lauren turns 81. So there you go. Some info right there. Let's talk about some of the days of the year that you can celebrate today. And let's go through these relatively quick. Be bald and be free day. Woohoo, woohoo. Okay. Emergency Nurses Day, International Top Spinning Day, National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work in School Day, National Dessert Day, National Chocolate Covered Insect Day, National Fossil Day, National Frump Day, National Stop Bullying Day, National Lowercase Day, National Pet Obesity Awareness Day, Stop American Violence Everywhere Today, World Standard Day, and National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day. I don't know if I can go anywhere. My parents live too far away to be able to do any of that stuff. So that's definitely not happening. Anyways, as we were talking about earlier, as we get to the end of the show, I'm going to run slightly over, so I'll let you go just so you know. Uh, This is what I want to tell you. Challenge yourself to be able to help somebody else out there today. If you can't do it today, make sure that you at least do it by tomorrow. Something to think about for sure. If I can leave you with one thought before it's all said and done, here's what I want to tell you. A successful man is one who can lay a firm foundation with bricks that others have thrown at him. Don't limit that just to him. Also think about her. If I can leave you with a thought, leave that today. Run with that. Anyways, I appreciate you guys always taking a listen to what we have going on here at Safety FM. Without you, we couldn't do what we do. I'll reference it one more time. We talked about it briefly earlier. I want to tell you one more time about this little, oops, wrong thing right there. I want to tell you about this little gem that we have coming up. Um, This is our Hop 101 class that will be taking place next week on Wednesday, 
Tickets are available at safetyfm.io. This class is for whatever you can afford to go with. I'm going to tell you we have the tickets to the lowest price possible um, that we could actually do. Um, I believe me, I think it's almost virtually nothing to get into it. And if it, do, if it does not let you process it for free, just contact me. I will do it for you for free. I would love for you to be able to be there regardless. Um, we just want people to be able to take the class to see if this might be able to help them further their their path down safety. Just something to think about. Would love to have you there. Um, spend some time together, us doing some things. And we want be everybody to be able to participate if they can. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. But you already know that I was going to tell you that. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. And I think that um, Sheldon already stole my, my thunder here. But love you. Mean it. Bye, and we'll be back tomorrow with another glorious episode of the Rated R Safety Show. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.